This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. From BetQL. It has been well established that the only time Embiid goes under his points prop is when Joe G picks him to go over. <laughs> it's the only time in the last few weeks that he's gone under. You want to talk about consistency. 32, 31, the 25, the Joe G game. That's what we call it. 31, 31, 31, 31, 31. It's really? Like, this is real. Over 28 and a half. I'm going to go with your guy, Embiid. 15 and 27. I think that's that's the most impressive part. He did it in 27 minutes. You know, I played with Dominique, and I don't know if I've seen that. I've seen Dominique score more, but it, it took the whole game. You know, that was um, easy, quick. Efficient and determined. Yeah, it was amazing to watch. Welcome on in BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks was with you on a Thursday as we get set for a divisional round of the NFL. A couple great guests later on, Simon Hunter of the Action Network in about 20 minutes. Ed Egros of FanDuel later on in the show. We'll uh, break down trends versus truth, the games themselves, injury reports. We'll talk about Henry here in a minute. But let's start with the NBA last night. Joe, you hit the prop, and it was an easy one. Once in a while, they're easy. Joel Embiid scores 50 points last night in 27 minutes. He did it on 23 shots. It was one of the most efficient, big scoring performances I mean, in NBA history. That was ridiculous. I know it was against the Magic. They stink, but whatever. I mean, that's 50 points on 23 shots. Embiid was great. And today it's interesting to wake up and look at the NBA MVP odds because Embiid had a, a spectacular game. Uh, Jokic had another ridiculous game out West. So Insane. It's tightening. The, the the NBA MVP odds with Durant getting hurt, it's like, whoa, there's like four or five guys. And I'm I'm not sure after Curry what's going to happen here, but Embiid certainly now in the mix. Like we were talking about yesterday, timing the prop swap market or any market, that's, that's always what it's about. When you have a superstar player all the way out at 50 to 1. And I, I was starting to think the other day, wait a second, Embiid should be in this race. But nobody's talking about him. Right. When he was in the race a year ago, he was the buzzy guy. At one point, he was the favorite, and all of Philadelphia was saying he's going to win the MVP. I'm sure you guys have been talking about it all year, but the odds board was saying that he was not in that conversation. I was getting thank you messages around halftime. That's ridiculous. For a star player with a points prop 28 and a half, you know, so you're hoping to get to that 30 mark, keep that uh, consistency rolling. And then at halftime, it was over just about. Like it was insane. Yeah. And and it so as that was the uh the fewest minutes for a player to get 50 and 10 since 1954, 55 season. It was bonkers. I mean, last night 
What a card we had. It wasn't just the Embiid show. All the superstars balled out, including the number one superstar on this show, Sadiq Bey. How about it? 30 points, <laughs> seven rebounds, Dude. and one turnover. Hours Seriously. after Aaron Hawksworth says, I'm out at Sadiq Bay. Never again. I was just one day <laughs> off from a big Sadiq Bay night. I've been watching his his stat lines, and I just swinged and missed on which night that was going to be. What can you do? I've had a bad 30. week, friends. I apologize. 30. If you tailed any of my bets, I... Last night was not my night, and the night before, not my night. So Bay goes off last night. Or you could tell you're right there. You're right, right. there. You, you had the random player. The, the big night was just one game off. And you know what? He used you as motivation. I got word that he was listening to the BetQL Daily Podcast. You were no part of the motivation. You couple that with the bounce back spot because he was so horrific the night before. And here you have it. Ugh. <sighs> It's heartbreaking, but that's what's so fun about gambling. You know, there's highs, there's lows, but yeah, I mean, it happens to the best of us. You know, you think you're (laughs) on to something, backfires the next night, the dude goes off. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should apologize. I think people should be thanking you because you probably turned some of our audience on to Sadiq Bey's game. Like, right, guy, (laughs) Sadiq Bey. Maybe I'll bet him next time. I mean, that's the thing with young players. Like I said it yesterday. With young players trying to find their footing, if they're talented, like they can have those games and then they disappear for a week and then they do it again. That's that they got to find consistency. So let's talk through the Embiid MVP market um, after last night. So Embiid mm-hmm. is down to plus 850 uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook to win the NBA MVP. Uh, obviously, the number was way different uh, a couple days ago 12 to 1, I think, uh, to 8 to 1, 8 plus 850 within a day. So here are your five favorites right now. Steph Curry plus 180. Giannis plus 360. Uh, Jokic, five to one. Embiid plus 850. John Morant, 14 to one. Morant had a big game last night. Unfortunately, I lost that bet. The Grizzlies could not cover, fell apart late against Giannis and the Bucs. They lost that game by 12 points. Jokic had a big game. Uh, let's let's hit the Embiid thing. Amazing performance. He's having a great run here. I think the same worry applies. Now, if you got a good number, you should feel great about it. But I think the same worry applies for me, Joe, on his his future. He just doesn't ever get through full seasons. Now, you already missed a bunch of time due to COVID. We have to kind of throw that out. That could happen to anyone. But what are the odds he plays 90% of the Sixers' remaining games? I mean, his history says he won't. And this year, unfortunately for him, he's on a team that is is in that mix for like the 4-5 seed. Maybe he gets extra credit if they do this and they get a top three seed without Ben Simmons all year. Like, if he sits out the whole year, it's like, look what he did. He carried that team without their second-best player who just decided he didn't want to play there anymore. So maybe some extra credit there, but it's just hard for me to believe he could do it for a full year. He's never stayed healthy for a full season. Well, every year is a different situation, and Jokic fell into that category you're talking about. He's a big man. The thing is, you're never going to get the assist, but, man, does he just compile the points at the mm-hmm. charity strike. What was he, 15 for 17 last night? from the free throw line to get to help get to 50 points uh, that that's a big problem how much can you bank on him being healthy for an entire season and do you have to play every game like jokic i don't think you do in this era 
I think you can miss a handful of games. We talked about it when the jaw number was juicy before it got all the way down to 14 to one that now you, you probably can, especially if you miss those games earlier on in the season. The problem with Embiid that we've seen is he goes on this tear, he gets the buzz, the number drops, and then he gets injured or they start sitting him a little bit more here and there. I, I'd feel great if I bet him before last night. Am I going to bet him now at plus 850? Am I going to bet him as the fourth favorite? Absolutely not. Absolutely not with his injury history. But th- what is intriguing is there are a number of names up here, and you just rattled off a few of them, that I'm not going to bet on. I'm not going to sit here and say they have no chance of winning the MVP, but I think there's enough reasons for teams at for players at the top to just omit them. Like Steph Curry, the number's completely gone. If you got him before the year, okay, that's awesome. But we don't see it a whole lot when one player dominates from the on- outset and then they're the MVP favorite the entire year, and then they go on and win it. Giannis Fatigue, I don't think that's there anymore since he didn't win last year, so he could certainly get it as the second favorite. I think the voters have no intention on giving it to Jokic. Ridiculous last night. 49 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, and a triple-double overtime game on ESPN. Great performance. Unless they have to, and, and his coach was talking about it after the game, if he's not the MVP, I don't know who is. That's what he's always going to do. He's doing the same thing last year, but I don't think they want to give him uh, back-to-back years. Ja, the number's too short. The number's just way too short. It's going to be so challenging. Is Durant out with this time that he's going to miss? Is is he out of the race sitting 24-1? to I I don't know completely, but it seems like, yeah. I mean, and I think that's why, you know, it's good to have this conversation because it changed everything. With him now out, um, it's time to kind of look at these futures, I think, in the MVP race. It's unfortunate. I love Jokic. I mean, the dude has a triple-double in the last three or three games. Yeah. Um, he's he's playing out of his mind, but if you don't think he can run it back and the voters won't give it to him in back-to-back seasons, then maybe that's not the look. The but other he's certainly name, playing like it. Well, the other name that pops is Luca. He was terrific last night. We talked about the stars balling out. 41 points, 14 boards, seven assists. Team success is always going to be a problem there until they turn it around. I just see that 60 and Luca, the guy they want to be the MVP. That so many want to be the MVP. That's a little bit intriguing. And then future 76er, uh, James Harden, they're at 80 to one. Is, is he going to take <laughs> over? Is he going to be the man while Durant is sidelined? At one point, that was a bit of a storyline last year. Uh, when Harden was just putting up ridiculous numbers. I don't know if he's going to get there, though. I I think he will put up big numbers. I think he could maybe jump back in the race at the end, but he's got a, a big hole to climb out of here. He's like, you know, he's way down the list. Yeah. It's interesting. Right now, if you look across the NBA, the, the top four teams in terms of seeds, right, the top two in each conference, that's usually where MVPs come from, usually in the NBA. They're usually the best teams or close to the best teams in the regular season. Chicago Bulls, DeMar DeRozan is their closest candidate. I think we'd all agree he's not going to win the MVP of the NBA, no, although he's had he's, you know, not. he's not going to win it. Miami, no. Butler is is falling off and he's you know he's had injury issues, but they're 29-16. So and then there's Brooklyn, and they have Durant hurt. Top 3 in the East, no candidates within the top 5. Then we go to the West. Phoenix doesn't have anybody in the top 5. Golden State with with Curry's the only one that fits the bill. Top two seed. Now, Memphis is sitting right now as the third seed in the Western Conference. That helps John Morant. It's interesting. Four of the four of the top five players that we just discussed 
they're not currently sitting in top two seeds. Now, when you get to the five range, though, and it might shock people to look and say, you know what? Dallas is there. Dallas, they're the five seed. Can you win as the five seed in the West? Maybe. But it's, it's Luca having better you need year a, than You need a lot to go your way. Yeah. yeah. He, I would think he needs to be overwhelming. And I think Luca's been good, but not overwhelming. It's going to be fun. I mean, the, it's going to be fun to watch this because it is open. And anytime there's an MVP race that's open, we're interested in betting on it. I do have my Moran tickets yeah. still waiting. Uh, but obviously, Embiid is, is putting on a show in Philadelphia. All right. The other big thing from yesterday, news out of the NFL. And that is Derrick Henry practiced with contact. He practiced yesterday. Um, they are saying that, yes. listen, he's going to be – it's going to be a decision on Friday, I believe, is the way they framed it, that they're going to um, put him out there through contact, see how he handles that he has a bit through contact. I mean, guys, I'd be shocked if Derrick Henry doesn't play. If he's practicing and there's contact in practice – Aaron, he's going to play in this game unless there's some sort of... I am so excited. He smiled when he was asked about his availability and said, you know, basically we'll have to wait and see. But if you're smiling when a reporter asks you that, I'm I'm hoping he's playing. This is going to be... I'm really... I mean, you have to respect Derrick Henry if he is available and on the field. I mean... I don't know what the game plan is, but you got to stack the box, right? If you're the Bengals, maybe open up some deep passes downfield. Maybe this is an AJ Brown game. I don't know how good, like what what type of you know performance we're going to see from Derrick Henry. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this. I don't think the Bengals have a chance. Let's hear from him. Let's hear from Henry <laughs> yesterday after practice, uh, talking about how he feels. I feel good. I mean, I have a big steel plate on my foot that's only different from the from the left foot to the right but I mean I, I feel good just you know I haven't did anything like two and a half months so you know just getting back out there getting acclimated to everything and you know get back to being me hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline what kind of shape he's in. It's interesting the way he framed that. I haven't done anything in two and a half months. He's a big man. He's I'm obviously a great athlete. I am yeah. I, I can't wait to watch him play. And I'm also curious to how he looks in this game. It's 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 unique. A running back, a big running back off his feet for two months. Is he gonna be Derrick Henry on Saturday? The one we know? Over or under sixty percent of the snaps. Under. Maybe under. Yeah. I think under. I think under. So if you're running back and you're out there a little more than half the time, if that's the scenario, how much of an impact can you make? I mean, I, with him, it takes one, but right. it will probably be limited. The biggest impact probably with Henry is the play action because with A.J. Brown, how he's performed against top teams, and then you're giving some relief to Tannehill a little bit. They're worried mm-hmm. about that run game so much. The play-action pass is going to be huge. And there's this perception, and I'm sure I've said it a time or two as well, there's a perception that Derrick Henry needs time. He needs a bunch of games. He doesn't really get going until we're we're talking about the third, fourth month of the season. Well, if we just go back to this year, week number two, 182 yards. Week number four, 157 yards. Now, the volume was obscene in those games. 
But first month of the season, he was tearing off some big-time runs. Um, if we go back to last year, first week, 116. Third week, 119. Fifth week, 212 games. My goodness, two touchdowns uh, in all those games. If, if we start to go back and look at it, does he really need that much time? Maybe the first week, he's not the Derrick Henry. But by the time we get to weeks two, weeks three, in most seasons, he's just fine. And, and I think that really started in uh, the 2019 season. So the first couple months of the year, he only had one 100-yard game. And that stuck with him. That stuck with him. It's If you follow it up to 2020, 2021, that's not been the case. Mm-hmm. Different. You're right about that. And it's amazing here. So his rushing prop is not yet up on FanDuel because we don't know if he's going to play, how he's feeling in practice. They do have the touchdown props up, though. There's mm. no worry about him playing. There's and performing. no value. Minus 185 <laughs> on a Derrick Henry touchdown. Now, if you're doing that, you just bet two or more, right? Sure. Or first first touchdown is plus 460. I could see that. They get they Ooh. get a drive going. Oh, yeah. Hand in the ball. The crowd goes crazy. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Simon Hunter of the Action Network joins us next to talk divisional round in the NFL right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.